You're listening to the CAD Manager Confessions Podcast, Episode 4. Today I'll be going on a little rant on getting back to drafting basics, drawing to scale. Now cue the intro. Hi, I'm your host, Eric DeLeon, and this podcast is for CAD managers and their pursuit for the perfect set of plans. Each week, we'll be doing deep dives into what CAD managers deal with every day as they manage and mentor their CAD team, build and enforce standards, develop best practices, and provide leadership and vision to the firm in the implementation of new technologies. With an extensive career as a CAD manager, I'm here to confess all my lessons learned, strategies, and all my project delivery secrets. If this sounds like the right place for you, then let's get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Eric DeLeon here, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the CAD Manager Confessions Podcast, and Happy New Year. I'm going to go on a little rant here because lately I've been working on a few projects, and it just seems like this thing always creeps up, and and then I kind of get flashbacks of projects I've done throughout my career, and people that I work with, so... I just wanted to kind of just share the thoughts I'm having on this since right now in this moment, I'm living in it. Drawing to skill is a drafting fundamental, yet I'm still noticing that some folks are cutting corners and elements still aren't being drawn accurately. You know, one of the things that I've noticed that, you know, can arise from this is, you know, drawing accuracy is off, your dimension can be off, uh, measurements within the CAD file can be off, and then, of course, you know, misalignment of other design elements and reference files that you can try to bring in. Now, one of the things that I know for myself is a huge pet peeve is, you know, you're you're drawing stuff and you're referencing in or you're, you know, you're copying maybe from another project to bring into, um, you know, repurposing uh, something from another project into your current project. And you're noticing that all these elements are being laid out and they all come to a common point, overlapping point. And you go zoom into that point and, you know, there are several lines that are supposed to be on top of each other, but they're kind of all over the place. Now, again, one of my huge pet peeves, because then at that point you're thinking, which is the right line? Which is the correct point of intersection? After all of the, the advancements in CAD and its tools, this is still an issue. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with ownership, to be honest. I think that's an underlying factor into this is that people just aren't owning up to that level of accuracy or, you know, cutting corners. One of the big things I know can be a factor as well is, you know, maybe your CAD template isn't set up correctly where the level of precision between your dimensions, your measuring tools, even the information that's being given to your CAD group. Now, you know, that can come from, you know, maybe your engineer or designer is giving numbers to the CAD group, sketches, some calcs, and they're, you know, maybe they're rounding instead of just leaving it true, the decimal equivalent to the fraction. You know, that just, those things add up. You know, I've gotten bitten by that in the past. For instance, you know, you have bat, my background is strong with bridge drafting and doing plans for bridge projects. And so, you know, we're laying out just say some girder details. 
girder plan sheets. And for some reason, you know, um, you know, we're showing some spacing and maybe the spacing, you know, there's some kind of fraction in there. We'll just say like an eighth of an inch. Um, so that's what may, maybe the spacing needs to be some measurement with an eighth. And then you'll get some dimensions or your measurement or units isn't three decimals, it's two decimals, maybe one decimal, and therefore the CAD program rounds it. And so, you know, that could be a problem. You know, to me it is because then all of a sudden that thousands or that hundreds of a of an inch all add up over, you know, along, you know, over the length of those elements. And so Again, you know, we kind of kind of take a look at our CAD file and see if it's if it's done that way. But, you know, it may also may be, like I said, ownership of the person who is drawing it as well. You know, doesn't aren't really paying attention to how they're creating their base files and the details in their sheets and they're just kind of just going with whatever is given to them in that they're not checking to validate if maybe somebody tweaked the template or the dimension style isn't the right one you know regardless you know we want our we want our files to be correct now one of the big things that i've noticed as well is that we have some folks that you know you're doing as built and so as built drawing will require sometimes to you know redraw the existing conditions for a new proposed project you know, I know I've done this and I know other people who've done it, you know, we'll maybe get the PDF of that sheet. You know, we'll reference it into our drawings, whether or not it's a building, a road, or a bridge. And then we'll try to scale it to get it close to one-to-one. -to -one so that way, as we draw this existing condition, CAD file, you know, we can kind of making sure that we're matching it as close as we can. Now, when we do that, if we're not tracing, we're just using it as a guide. I've known people who have gone in and actually, you know, they've figured out the X and the Y scaling to get this PDF to almost be pretty close to real world measurements. And then they trace right over it and just take it as is. Well, that's to me, that's very dangerous. And so because as you start measuring and dimensioning you know nothing's going to come truly accurate so for me I, you know i'll just find a couple of hard elements in which then i will start using the dimension shown on the drawing to start offsetting to be able to get us those measurements to get an accurate as built now i know this is totally geeking out and get totally met on you but this is the reality that i live in as a cad manager and as a drafter cad designer cad technician you know, we're going to have some of this creep into our our projects. And, you know, what are we going to do about it? Um, you know, we just have to making sure that, you know, we continue to have a high, high level of expectations and high level of detail of how we want our work to be represented and be shown and shared. You know, one of the big things with some of that, like tracing over as built is, you know, that, well, well Eric, this is faster. Well, yeah, well, of course it's faster, but it's not going to be accurate and it's going to be useless data. Again, I've seen this firsthand. You know, to be honest, I worked at a place where a senior drafter was mentoring a up-and-comer drafter and showing them this tracing method. And it was really scary because this up-and-comer was being taught um, not the best practices. 
And so um, actually, to be honest, I actually had a talk with him to the side. I said, hey, man, I know this guy's training you, but man, I've used this stuff in the past and, I, you know, it hasn't been very reliable. So take it for what it's worth. And sure enough, you know, he did come later and asked, uh, you know, made a comment about he was noticing that some of the stuff that the other guy did that was training him was off as well. Um, you know, just trying to bring awareness to you as as the listener and just some of the things, again, that I've ran into throughout my career now. One of the fundamentals to CAD and drafting is drawing to scale, which to me is, is common sense. But one of my truths that I have and that I share with others is, you know, common sense isn't common practice. So with that said, is we got to give people the benefit of the doubt by making sure that we train them correctly so they know this expectations and that they have the tools and the templates set up in a way that has all of this stuff baked into it. You know, so that way, you know, again, we can protect ourselves from our from ourselves. Before I discuss the tactics and making sure you and your team is drawing accurately, here is a word from our sponsor. Again, thanks Anchor for being a sponsor of this podcast. So you're probably thinking to yourself, Eric, but of course, we know we need to be drawn to scale. But what do we do to make sure that everything's drawn correctly? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have a few steps that I use and see if they will work for you or add them to your uh, methods um, that you, you that you use with your team. Number one is train your CAD team or the folks that are drawing, drafting, because some cases you have engineers and designers who also do some drafting. Um, that all base files, details, and sheets are to be drawn to scale and dimension appropriately. No overriding dimensions to reflect the correct number. I've seen this. It's not good. If the number is off, then you go back, fix the base file or the detail, period. The other thing would be to set up the drawing units that reads master and subunits, like feet and inches instead of just feet. Again, this is for that whole rounding number. And if you're just drawing a master units, you may not be able to capture the fraction that's included with the inches when you're doing your measurements. Again, this just makes it challenging as numbers are being rounded. And if you go back to verify something based off of a fraction, then it may not come up correctly. The other thing is if you're working on a project that requires feet and inches and fractions, like eighth of an inch or half an inch, to name a couple. Just make sure that you're out to three decimal places, so that way you capture the fraction in its decimal form when you are dimensioning, measuring, um, and drawing. And then, again, do make sure that the dimension style are also reflects that as well. I know that I've gotten into a couple of files where everybody is drawing correctly, maybe drawing out to three decimal places, and then you know when you go and look at the accuracy or the precision of the dimension it's you know two decimal places or it's you know an eighth of an inch when for whatever reason you need to be at one sixty-fourth of an inch or a half an inch whatever it is that you have just make sure that everything matches so that way there's no compounding error due to the rounding of numbers over a desired length or several elements on top of each other. One of the big things that I would also recommend is if you're noticing the creeping of this rounding of numbers, I recommend that maybe you start doing some CAD file audits 
just to see, you know, how people are drawing and if they are modifying maybe the units or the dimension style or whatever other setting that you may have to help you drawing your um, CAD files. So that way you can hold people accountable and that way you feel confident, your team feels confident that everybody truly is on the same page. With that said, be proactive and make sure that your template has all this built into it to, again, this will give your team and you, the engineers, the designers, confidence that we all are on the same page as we develop our sheets. Now, let me ask you this. What do you do to ensure you and your team are drawing accurately? Please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know as I love learning from others and learning new tactics, new ways. Maybe there's some hidden command or setting that I'm overlooking. Because again, I love leveraging the experience of others. It definitely helps me become a better professional and helps me to help my team be better. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you found the things we talked about valuable, I would be honored if you would subscribe or leave a review. Until next time, good luck and stay true in your pursuit for the perfect set of plans.